it's sad because kids are being born with type 2 diabetes, kids are being born overweight, and now they're being born with cancer. Okay. We are de-evolving as a species. We have got to get the awareness out there on a cellular level. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And that's right. when people come to us, I've tried everything. Well, have you tried detoxing on the cellular level and intercellularly? Um, no, what's that? Well, why don't we start there? So we start with cleaning up the gut and, and, and cleaning up the cells. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast. I am so excited to have this guest with me today, Tim James. We are here to talk about some really powerful stuff. First of all, his story of how he's done what he's done, and then he is like the chemical-free guru, and he's got a line of products and an amazing business that he has built around this, and I'm super excited for him to share everything with us and how he got to where he is um, and why he got to where he is. So, Tim, welcome. Nicole, uh, thank you for having me, and um, I'm very excited to share with your listeners today. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. I know I'm, I'm really pumped to hear your story and, and to have them hear it as well. And so why don't you tell us, where did you, I know you started in something very different from the health yes. and wellness world, so share that Yeah, with us. so, well, kind of. Yeah, there, there's some very, very uh, stark contrast there, but I was also in nature. So I actually grew up in eastern Oregon on a small cattle and hay farm. So I was hunting and fishing all the time and shooting deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, it was, I had a great time growing up. Everybody was doing that kind of stuff. We also had a big garden, which was awesome. And then I was up in the woods a lot cutting, you know, firewood or picking mushrooms, morel mushroom season starting right now. I'm going yes. you know, Memorial day weekend. We have a bunch of people come in. I take them all morel mushroom picking. And By the way, I have to tell you, I just, for the first time in my life went morel mushroom hunting two weeks ago. And it was mm-hmm. really fun, and the morels are just amazing. So that's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's that. really, it is really fun. It's like being a little kid doing an Easter egg hunt all the time, right? It is. Like, it is. It's so much fun. Then you get yeah. you get to eat them, and you harvest it yourself, and they're good. And then you can dry them and keep them or sell them. And you can make money with them. My my son always sells his, and he makes cash. So yeah, but I still have to pay for the gas. How does that work? <laughs> all right. You so, got to anyway, send him send him the invoice. <laughs> yeah. So. That's how I grew up and um, everything was working fine um, until, you know, now fast forward, I'm 37 years old. I'm a financial advisor, wife, kids. I'm coaching, you know, football, basketball, that kind of stuff. And, and I'm running around to three offices, um, a lot of stress, but I was going to take over this big, you know, firm and I positioned myself because I knew this guy was exiting and I was going to be the guy taking over this firm netting like at the time, like 2.4 million. So it was a big deal. And all my friends were like, dude, you're a genius for doing that. So and I was like, yeah, dude, because I, I was in another industry for 10 years and I just figured if I was going to work my butt off, I'd want something that had residual income, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to have to go trade my time for dollars. And uh, so I started doing that and then I invested like $30,000 of money and time and effort and taking all these tests and, and got educated and everything was rocking and rolling. And then, um, you know, but my health wasn't. My health wasn't rocking and rolling at all. 
I was 42 pounds overweight, stressed out, mental fatigue, my brain wasn't working right, uh, just you know, mental fog. I had developed a huge patch of eczema on my left knee that was cracking and bleeding and sticking to my wool, you know, dress pants. Eventually, I got eczema on both of my elbows that would crack and bleed, and my white shirts would get all stained. And so I stopped wearing white shirts. I started wearing darker shirts. And then it got worse. Then I started, um, I had acid reflux really bad. I was eating Tums and Rolaids. And then I finally started, uh, when, I, when I pooped, blood would come out. And this would happen every time for like two and a half years. That's why, for those that can't see me, my, my sweatshirt says, love when you poop. For me. Thank you for bringing that up. I was going to bring that up to everybody. I know you guys can't see it, but the sweatshirt's awesome. Love when you poop. Yeah, because for me, I used to hate it. Because as soon as I got that feeling like, oh, I got to go, I'm like, oh, God. Because on a scale of one to 10, one, no pain, 10, extreme pain, shoot me. I was a six or a seven when I pooped. Mm -hmm. So it was like extreme pain followed by blood. Right. And two and a half years, you know, and I went to the doctor and, you know, I'll try this. And they want me to go on Prilosec and do this and get these medications. And most of the time I was just like, nah. Did they kind of tell you that the blood was normal, like that that was okay or not to be, I mean, were you worried about that? Well, I was, but I was in denial, right? right? The biggest river in the world. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm going through this. Actually, one of the prescriptions side effects was rectal bleeding and I was taking it for rectal bleeding. So I'm just like, I never took it. So I thought that was stupid. Right. So anyway, fast forward, I'm on a vacation with my wife and her dad. He's a medical doctor, runs a big clinic in Lima. He'd never been on vacation because he was a medical doctor, had all these patients, and then he got an opportunity to run this clinic. But his patients wouldn't let him go away. He had to keep helping them. So he basically had two jobs. He was a full-time doctor and running a clinic. So they just had to come to his clinic. It was crazy. So he'd never had a vacation in 30 years of working. This was his first vacation. A few days into it, we're on a boat ride out there going, you know, deep sea fishing. And I'm doubled over in pain. I'm sweating. And uh, they're like, oh, you got motion sickness. I'm like, no, I hunt and fish a lot. I'm out on the boat. This, I, this, I, this is different. And we got back. He diagnosed me. He's like, oh, he's like, we have to get you to the hospital. You have to have surgery. And I'm like, What? So I'm literally bent over like at a 90 degree angle. I can't stand up. We missed the one plane flight out of this. We were just south of Ecuador in a place called Tumbes in northern Peru. It's very remote. Mm-hmm. One plane flight in and out of this little airport once a day. I missed it by 20, 30 minutes. He's like, we can't wait. You could die. So they rented a van. And they drove me down this bumpy ass road in the middle of the night down the coastline to a town called Piora. And let me tell you what, this was the most horrifying experience in my life because I was in so much pain. And that road was very bumpy. So every bump, 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 six hours of this was like getting punched or stabbed in the gut. So by the time I got there, I'm completely exhausted. I'm soaked in sweat so much that the paper money in my wallet was wet. Okay, that's how much I was sweating. And I got there. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. So they put me on an examination table and like three doctors keep coming in and pushing on me. I'm like, ah, ah, and I'm just killing me. I look up in the examination light above in the room there and there's tons of bugs flying around. I'm in a third world country and it's like, looks like the, the utensils and stuff they got there are like from the fifties. I'm like, this isn't good. So I can't, you know, so he has, they're, they're about to up. do surgery on you with these utensils. Well, no, he doesn't want them to have, he's not going to let them do surgery there. He has to have it done at his clinic. So he has them dope me up so I can stand up again. But I know I messed up. They put me on a commercial plane flight, which you're not supposed to do. Fly me into Lima, taxi, and right out of the taxi, um, they grab me, throw me in a gurney. I go right into into surgery. So I spent the rest of my vacation that we planned out for a year, and it was a thousands of dollars in freaking recovery. And then her poor dad ends up back at the hospital taking care of me, right? 
So two big takeaways. Number one, I don't ever want to get surgery again. Thank God for the doctors. This is where Western medicine shines. You know, they can the diagnostic equipment and 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 crisis care because Western medicine was born out of wartime. You know, somebody gets shot in the guts or you get shrapnel or you get an arm blown off. They 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 know how to patch you back up and save your life. That's awesome. That's where Western medicine shines. But taking care of somebody with chronic issues like I had, complete miserable fail. And just look around. I mean, we are sicker than any time in the history of the human species. We've never been this sick. We are de-evolving as a species, and we have to get back to evolution. So anyway, so that happened. Um, I come back home. Uh, oh, the second takeaway was my poor health doesn't affect just me. It mm-hmm. affects everybody else around me because I ruined the vacation for my wife and her dad. So I come home. I still don't know what to do. I'm trying high fat, low fat, high protein, high protein, low carb, high carb. I, mean, I tried all these different diets, five meals a day. Some of this stuff kind of worked. Some of it didn't, but I always ended up, I even tried juicing, but I was juicing too much sugar. I didn't know back then and, um, and improper food combining, but I just didn't know what was going on. Then my buddy Charles gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is like this supposedly incurable blood cancer. And he's like, look, Tim, he goes, I don't want to die. They don't really have anything for me. So I'm going to go to this place called Hippocrates. It's a 61-year-old at the time. This was back in 2011, like natural detox and nutrition clinic, right? And um, he's like, I, I want to live. He's like, I want to see my son graduate high school. I want to see Charlie go to Father's Son Week at Oregon State University. We have this all planned out. I want to live. So my thought was that I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose another friend. I just lost a buddy of mine on my baseball team at age 40 to stomach cancer. And he went through radiation surgery and it was just like hospice at the end and morphine drips. And he died, Clay died 80 pounds under his weight. And you couldn't even recognize him. He looked like somebody from a concentration camp. It was horrible. I remember playing his last baseball game with him and he was spitting up blood on the bench in between innings. And my buddy Jason looked at him and said, hey, Clay, what are you doing out here, man? He's like, hey, man, look, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out doing what I love. And I love baseball. So I was like, what do you say to that? It's like, play ball. And, you know, but we lost him. And my aunt had died of uh, melanoma, skin cancer, and lung cancer. My grandma had died of uh, uh, brain cancer. And so my experience with cancer was you get it, you're a done deal. And that's what I thought was going to happen to Charles. But he said, hey, I want you to go with me to Hippocrates. My wife can't get away with me at the time. I want you to come support me. And I'm like, I'm in, dude, whatever you need. I had no idea what I was signing up for. Now, you have to understand, I was this redneck, meaty, you know, fool and now I'm going, and this place is plant-based. And I didn't know it. And even more than that, it's like living food. So lots of sprouts and sprouted nuts and sprouted seeds and sprouted grains and sprouted beans. So living foods, right, that have all these other micronutrients that I didn't even know about. So I get there. He drops the news on the airplane flight that there's no meat. And I'm a little freaked out. Uh, literally, <laughs> I'm freaked out. But you were and, juicing um, up to this point, right? So you had started to integrate some of these things into your life. Not really. Okay. Not really. I was, I was, tr- I mean, I was trying stuff, but all the stuff I was integrating was bad advice, okay. basically. And, okay. you know, all these stupid diet fads. And I, I mean, I was, you know, when you're desperate, you try everything, right? And yeah. I get a lot of people like that now. They're like, Tim, I, people that come to us, they, they say they've tried everything. I'm like, have you tried detoxing? Right. So anyway, and they haven't. So we go there and the first class was called internal awareness, three and a half hour class. So when you go to Hippocrates, not only do they take blood tests and they, you meet with a nurse and you're doing all this stuff and therapies and the food's all there for you and the juices and the, everything's there, but they're all, it's a school and you're going to give you 40 hours of education a week. So it's basically like a re-education camp on how the human body works and how messed up society is and how you need to learn to become your own doctor and learn how to self-heal and protect yourself and read labels. And, you know, it just blew my mind open and all this stuff. I had no idea. But the big takeaway was 
I felt awesome. Now, why did I feel awesome? Well, the first class was called internal awareness. This doctor comes out. He's got tons of muscles. Dr. Scott Josephson, you guys can look him up. And he, and he teaches this awesome class. And he turned 50 that day, and he looked like he was maybe 40. So wow. the people that had been working at that institute looked 10, 20 years younger than people, the rest of the population. So I'm like, oh, well, success leaves clues, but how could this podunk place help people with cancer? I mean, we've got race for the cure, billions of dollars being spent, our best minds are dead. How could this be possible? Well, this is how it happened. So we go to this internal awareness class, and they were teaching us that the average person has like six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the gut. We got to get that out. He showed us virtual colonoscopies. That sold me on it. I did a colon hydrotherapy session the next day, and I dropped 10 pounds of impact fecal material in one hour, right? Then I got on fresh foods, all this stuff. And after uh, you know about a week at that place, I looked at Charles. I said, hey, dude, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah. I said, I can't believe. I said, I have my mental clarity, dude, is back. My arms are, I said, dude, my arms are tingling, tingling with energy. Like they want to go do something. Like, wow. this is unbelievable. I said, we've literally discovered the fountain of youth. You're going to heal of cancer. I know it. I've talked to enough people around here. Dude, I said, there's a lot of people that have had cancer. They've already healed themselves. And now they're back and they're bringing friends and family members. So 80% of the people that go to Hippocrates return for one re reason or another. So that's a testament to them. And bring people with them, it sounds Yeah, like. they bring people with them. So I'm yeah. like, dude, we've discovered the fountain of youth. Like, literally, it's, it's not woo-woo. It's what everybody's looking for. We just have to reduce our stress have methods for that, get all these chemical toxins, clean up our gut and get the toxins off on a cellular level and flood the body with nature, plug our butts back into nature because we are nature. And that's what we did. We came back home and in 60 days, I lost the 42 pounds, both of my elbows completely healed up. I had another skin issue, my shoulder gone, acid reflux gone. Everything was gone except for the, um, that big patch of eczema on my knee. It took about eight months for it to completely go away. Mm -hmm. I actually had some lipomas in my body. And within two years, those shrunk. They were about half the size. My body just slowly started healing itself. Yep. And I had some friends come over and, and he saw me. He's like, dude, what, what are you doing? He's like, you're like a new person. And because it's 60 days, it's pretty fast to drop 42 pounds, right? And I was like, dude, I told you about the Institute and Charles and like da, da, da. And he, and he wasn't listening. He thought I was crazy. And he's like, I thought you were nuts. He's like, but it's obviously working. So I told him a spiel about it. And then he made me grow sprouts for him too. as a buddy of mine. And then the next day he brings over Eric, another real estate agent. He said, tell Eric your story. So I told Eric my story and, and Eric and John started sending me people. And I just kept telling my story over and over. Randomly people just show up at my house, a lot of cancer patients. And before too long, I told my wife, I'm like, look, we have got to have some scheduled classes. So I started teaching on Wednesday nights, then Tuesday and Wednesdays and those filled up. And I was teaching at hospitals and churches and apartment complexes and anywhere anybody would listen grocery stores i started going on a circuit and and i wasn't making can I, anything can i just from it. can i just draw attention to that real quick for for all the people in the audience who are listening because i i mean i teach sales right this this is how we grow our business yeah. like anywhere and everywhere that you could get in front of people who could benefit from what you were sharing you were putting yourself in front of them yeah and i didn't even really have a business i was not charging people to even i was paying for their dinner mm -hmm. because i felt like it was like almost like i felt guilty charging people but I had a coach later, and this is an important point for those of you listening that feel this way, is he goes, how much do you charge to coach people? I'm like, well, I, I haven't charged anybody anything. I, had li I was living off my savings for like two and a half years, paying people to show and doing these detox nutrition classes. I was selling a lot of juicers for the juicing companies, but we weren't really selling anything. And then finally, this guy comes up to me. He's like, he said, I said, go here to get this juicer. Go there to get that. Go here to get that. And he's like, Tim, it'd be a hell of a lot easier if you just had it here. Yep. And I could get it. 
Yep. Goes, it's a pain in the ass. I got to go buy all this stuff in different places. I say, well, I did it. So I thought about it and I started bringing in juicers and we just started selling things and seeds and sprouts. Like a kit almost. Yeah. And before too long, we were delivering um, wheatgrass and sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts to about 40, 50 cancer patients a week because they were juicing it and doing rectal implants with wheatgrass, all kinds of stuff that we learned at the Institute. And um, eventually I chemical free body was born because you can't ship sprouts are very difficult. They're very perishable. And um, there's also a lot with the whole E. coli salmonella thing commercially to grow them. Uh, they make you do things that I wouldn't want to do. I'm not going to soak the seeds in bleach. Okay. I'm just not right. going to do it. I'm not going to eat that crap. So yeah. I believe in a chemical free body. So anyway, so we, I got a Dr. Treadway and we started our own formulas and we do detox and nutrition stuff. We ship it all over and we coach people, but that's how the whole thing got started. Hey, if you want to know exactly what to say so that you are getting more clients, I have a free gift for you and you do not want to miss out on this. It is a list of 32 magic phrases and these magic phrases are going to completely change the way you have conversations and they are going to give you the outcomes you want more often from those conversations just by using these 32 magic phrases and I'm giving them to you for free. Maybe you know, maybe you don't, but I recently became an exactly what to say certified guide, which means that's exactly what I teach my clients is exactly what to say so that they have more influence, more impact, and they get the outcomes that they want more often from their conversations, meaning they get more clients because they know exactly what to say. And I want you to have these phrases as well because they're super powerful and I want you to get out there and use them because I know it means a lot to you to make this world a healthier place. These phrases are going to help you do a lot more of that. So go to the link in the show notes, get it downloaded, and start using those phrases. To go back to that point, my coach asked me, he said, how much have you invested time and energy and money into this? I said, I've got a lot of time and energy. I've been to Hippocrates five times. You know, I've got $100,000 into my education. He's like, and you're not willing to charge anybody a dollar for theirs. He goes, that doesn't make sense. I said, the way human beings work, he goes, he goes you have to understand if, you, if they don't pay for something, they have no value in it. Exactly. So I started charging $97 a month to coach somebody and they paid it. And I was like, ooh, I kind of felt guilty. But and then I got better and then I charged one ninety seven a month and then four ninety seven and then nine ninety seven and then three grand a month. I mean it just over the years it went up and then every time I raised it I was all weird and scared inside and I'm like, Well, it's uh you know, it's eighteen thousand for the program. You if you pay in full it's ten percent off or it's monthly it's three thousand. Which would you wanna do? The you wanna do monthly or pay in full and get the discount? Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, I'll just pay in full and get the discount. I'm like, Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, inside I didn't tell her that, but I was right. just like yeah, but they do. Yeah. Right. There's people out there. So you yeah. have to have different levels uh, so people can participate with you. And out of curiosity, if I can ask this, what did you start to notice about the type of person who you were coaching once you started raising your prices and got to those higher levels? Well, more than the, the type of person is that they would actually do the work. Yeah. Like they started showing up for themselves. Yes. Right. Which was another thing. And then I remember talking I wanted to ask that because I wanted you to, because to, I know that people are really curious about that. Because number one, everybody who's brand new to business is thinking, oh, would anybody actually pay these prices to, to work with me? Just like you were saying, you know, and as you gradually went up the scale, I was curious to know what you noticed that was different. And I assumed that that would be the case. There was, there's more skin in the game. There's more accountability. They do the work. They show up differently. Yeah. Well, I think we have to go from, let's, let's tell a Confucius, he has this little quote and it says, a healthy man wants a thousand things. A sick man wants one. Yeah. And when you have somebody that's overweight and sick, they're on medications, this kind of stuff, you might get some A-type person. Like I had this one guy back. It was the first person actually that paid me a thousand. And he was like, I have his whole health history in front of me. He's got issues. He's going downhill. 
And I told him the price. And this guy was wealthy. Like he was like, a, he had tons of money because he, his ego told me multiple times. And I was like, it's, it's a thousand or, you know, you pay in full it's 6,000 for the program. He's like, Oh God, well, that's a lot of money. And I, I think I was going to sign up for that. And at this point I realized like, I didn't care because I've been doing it long enough. I said, Hey, look, dude, he's like, I'm just going to do this, this and that. And I said, look, if you would have done this, this, this and that, you would have already solved your problem. I said, you're on the phone with me because you don't know what you're doing. I like, let's just be honest. Like I said, like, I'm super freaking healthy. I can transfer those skills to you. Like yep. I can help you solve your problems. I already know what your problems are. And I, I, there's little tweaks. You're doing a lot of stuff, right? And you can figure this out on yourself over who knows how long, or I can help you figure it out very quickly. Beautiful sales lesson, by the way, Tim, I just have to draw attention to that too. Like how to overcome that objection of like, I'll just go do it myself. Well, if you were going to, then you would have already done it. And there's tweaks that you're not seeing that I can see and you can take a lot longer to do it. Or you and I can figure this out together and do it in a lot shorter time. Yeah. And I think I actually told him another quote, which was, I said, wise men learn from other people's mistakes, fools by their own. I was Mm -hmm. like, how long are you going to continue keeping going down this track? I mean, you're here. I mean, creation put you in. We're together right now. We're talking. This is an opportunity. And I said, I'm going to hold you accountable too, right? So the, the bottom line is, is like, you have to get results because if you're not getting results and you're not showing up and doing the work, I said, I will fire you because I want you to give me a glowing testimony at the end, you know? So I have my own selfish interest in this thing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then he's like, well, it's a thousand dollars. You're only going to be coaching me this. And I said, it's not, you're not paying for that. I said, you're looking at it all wrong. Another it's a six sales month program. You're paying What's for paying the transformation. For? Yep. You're paying for the transformation. I said, if you look, I said, don't look at it hourly because you don't even know what I'm doing. I have to prepare before I get on the call with you. I have the time with you on the call. And then I have a lot of work to do after the call, typing up your notes. So it's more like three hours, right? So And even if not, to- Tim, can we just say, how long did it take you to accumulate that knowledge? He's not paying for uh, trading dollars for hours. It's what led you to that point to know what he needs to know in order to help him. What did your experience cost you? Exactly. It is really what he doesn't have and what he's really paying for. Right. It's like a brain surgeon. Do you want somebody that's new off the block or somebody has been doing it a long time? Yep. Right. Why, why are you, and they're going to make a lot of money on your surgery. Maybe they make 50 grand. I don't know what they make, but they're worth it because they're dealing with something they very experience. important. Yeah. It's your health. So Not our goal now you. is to transfer our skills to people. So it's one thing to do it yourself, but it's another thing to be able to coach other people to do it because mm-hmm. you have different personalities and different types. So, mm-hmm. The most important takeaway, I guess, for, for the health coaches out there is like, damn it, you need to value yourself and you need to value what you've done for yourself because other people aren't doing it. Correct. They, they don't know. And, you know, to put it into a context that, you know, it's a little rough because I, I still work in my spiritual practice, but there's a guy named Dan Kennedy. He's a marketer and he coaches people and he's an old school rough dude. And he's just like, he goes, basically, you got to look at your clients. They're idiots. Like, they don't know shit. I mean, it's just like that. He's like, you have to understand that. I'm not saying that, but we don't know because society has derailed us. Our parents are not teaching us this stuff. It's not in the school systems. You've had to go out and figure your health out for yourself. It took time, effort, energy, money. There was an investment in that. And it takes time to, to get it to all, oh, you know, that worked, that didn't work, that worked, that didn't. You, you build this new lifestyle and then you're, wow, I feel awesome. I healed myself. Oh my God, I want to help other people. Well, guess what? They need to pay for that. Yep. They, they need to pay for that. Period. Yep. So look at it this way. On a scale of one to 10, if you can get to a seven or better as far as helping people, then you can start charging. Until you're up to a seven, you shouldn't charge. You should just work for people, help them for free, 
and, and, and until you get good enough where you can get a 7 out of 10. Once you're a 7 out of 10, charge them a minimal amount that's fair going rate. It depends on who you're working you with. If you're, a couple of steps a, if you're a couple of steps ahead of somebody, then you are able to help them at a 7 out of 10, right? Like if you know a little bit more than somebody who wants direction and, and is seeking that kind of guidance, then you're fine to be able to charge them. And, and you might charge a smaller amount at first, or you might work for some people for free at first just to get some experience. But ultimately, the sooner you start charging, the sooner you can do more of this for more people. Yeah, and you can help people. And it becomes more fun. And you yep. start, instead of getting you know upset or demoralized because you're putting your heart and soul out there and you're basically getting nothing back because you're going against the natural laws of physics. What you put out is what you get back. So you're putting stuff out, but you're not getting anything back because you're yep. not allowing that to happen. And you're actually shortchanging those other people too because yep. by not allowing them to invest in themselves like you did, Thank you. Um, they won't show up as well. They just don't do it. Thank you. One of my favorite and most important valuable lessons ever. You're you're actually shortchanging them. You're denying them the opportunity to actually access at the level that they need to access that information at. And when they have skin in the game, they're going to show up way, way differently. Give them the opportunity to invest in themselves. Yep, absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. So where are you now? Because I know you have a lot more than just coaching going on. Why don't you fill us in? You've got like a whole product suite. Chemical free is like your big thing. I know you're the health hero. Fill us in a little bit about what you have going on. Well, we're again, we're about, you know, people becoming their own doctor, self-healing, building resilience, and the daily detox. You know, we know that with the umbilical cord studies that are showing us that every child being born today, um, they look for like 400 chemicals. They find 250 or 71% of what they're looking for. And 180 of those chemicals cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental or brain disorders. So when Coming I read those studies, the room with that. nine years ago, I read these studies and I was like, oh my God, we're all polluted. So imagine that young baby, every single child being born today in America is completely polluted with toxic cancer causing chemicals. Completely. There's no way of getting around this because it's in the water, the food, the air, it's everywhere, right? Yep. So what I've learned to do is uh, my big thing is like, I have got to get people awareness of this. Yep. Number two, then I have to give them simple, tangible baby steps they can take. And that's the kind of how we developed our product line to make it simple so they can fit into their busy, busy schedule and start cleaning up their digestive tract, start mm -hmm. cleaning up their cells, their fat and their muscle tissue. And it's kind of scary too, because, you know, when they were testing the, in these umbilical cord tests, they were testing the blood serum. The muscle and the fat tissue have 500 to 1,000% higher concentrations of these cancer-causing chemicals in the body, right? So to me, it's like we have to – just imagine if you had a backpack on that weighs 60 pounds and you got to pack that around all day long, you're going to get tired, right? Now imagine that backpack has a can in it and it's full of toxins and somebody poked a hole in, in one side of it and it's leaking into your back while you're walking around very slowly, drip, drip, drip. Yep. It'll drop a minute, right? Now you're getting polluted. Well, that's what's happened on a cellular level. Just imagine all of your trillions of cells. They all have these little heavy backpacks on of heavy metals, radiation, pollution. And, this, and, there's a, and, and inside that backpack, there's toxins dripping into them. This is what's happening today. So, you know, if you look at ch just childhood cancer as an example, forever, forever, the number one killer of kids, accidents. Okay. Just because kids are, you know, ah, doing their thing. Right. Now, the number one killer for kids from, from birth to five is now cancer brain cancer. Wow. That's what's taking the most cancer? of our kids. Then, then, it, then it goes to accidents. Now from five to 16 age, it's still accidents, number one, but the number two killer is now a tie between brain cancer and leukemia. Oh my so gosh. Kids so are from being zero born to five, overweight. the number one killer now is brain cancer. Yeah. This was years ago. It's gotten worse. Kids are, it, it's sad because kids are being born with type two diabetes. Kids are being born overweight. 
and now they're being born with cancer. Okay. We are de-evolving as a species. We have got to get the awareness out there on a cellular level. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And that's when people come to us. I've tried everything. Well, have you tried detoxing on the cellular level and intercellularly? Um, No. What's that? Well, why don't we start there? So we start with cleaning up the gut and and, and cleaning up the cells. But I did want to say something because you you were you were talking earlier about I think it was about like charging people or something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, if you're drinking purified restructured water, if you're drinking good clean water and you're drinking adequate amounts, you can charge people for that advice to drink more water. Yeah. Because ninety five percent of the population is not doing it, and their body's mostly made of water. So if you can give them the awareness and as a coach hold them accountable and start drinking water, you're going to transform their life. If you can get them to start cracking their windows at night so they have fresh air or get an air purification system, you should charge for that because you're changing their quality of their life. If you get them to chew their food until liquefied, you are changing less than 4% of the population is doing that. It's the first step in digestion. You're changing their life. You can charge for that. If you get people to stop drinking liquids with meals that are diluting those digestive enzymes, Mm -hmm. they've worked hard to chew to put in the food, you're changing their life. If you can get them to do breath work and calm down before a meal or when they're stressed out and get them a meditation practice, you're changing their life. So it's not about, it sounds simple to you because you're doing it, but remember back when you first came to it, maybe it wasn't that simple because you weren't freaking doing it. Yep. Okay. Your job as a coach. People are paying for the transformation. And if those are the things, those are the tweaks, those are the changes that they need to make to achieve the transformation. And they're not already making those changes and they're not accountable to it. And you are the accountability person that's holding them to it and telling them what to do. Then absolutely doesn't matter how simple they are. It's leading to the results that they actually want, which is really what they're paying you for. Yeah. And I think another thing for uh, what I would recommend is you have to get some type of lead generation system going. Otherwise Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, scrambling and scraping and go old school. You have to have constant leads coming in. What's nice about having more leads coming in and people to talk to is you get to decide who you want to work with. Yeah. Like yesterday, I just let somebody go before we even got started with them because we actually, I closed them on the deal. They went to my other coach to get coached. My coach called me back and says, I don't even know if we want this person. And I called her back up and I'm like, refund, we're done. Yep. It just, yep. we didn't even start you with her. Fire clients. If they're not the right fit, it's going to take time and energy from you and it's not going to be enjoyable and it's going to take yep. away from your other clients. And ultimately yep. it's not the right fit. Yep. The money does not matter. It's a fit. No, matters. it's not. And it's good because then you can work from a, a position of strength because if it doesn't work out. Then you got more leads coming in all the time. Right. So you have well, to, and get I would some say the of- client deserves you to be excited about showing up for the session. And the only way you're going to be excited about showing up is if you genuinely want to work with them and that they're the right fit. They deserve to have you be looking forward to your time with them just as yeah, much absolutely. as they It's just like when I tell people, when I help people, like let's say somebody's got stage four breast cancer and they hire me. I'm like, I'm going to help them. I'm kind of like their general contractor of health. I'm going to help them assemble their local team. Yep. We're going to make sure that they have a, chiropractor. We want to make sure that they have maybe an acupuncturist. We're going to make sure that they have a rolfer or a massage person, a colon hydrotherapist. And all of these people, maybe they have functional medicine doctor, whatever, right? All of these people have to, you have to like them and resonate with Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. and believe in them. They're going to be on your health team. And those people damn well better be healthy. Yep. They damn well better be healthy. Otherwise, how can they give you advice on health? That's like going to a blind ophthalmologist and having them try to fix your eyes. You know, exactly. and so many of the dietitians and 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 um, nutritionists today, they're not healthy and they're overweight. That's just the way it is. 
Sorry, but that, you know, I want to go to a sick doctor to try to help me get healthy because it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, So if you're listening on this and you're healthy, you've already got, you've already got what you need. Now you just need to learn how to help other people do the same thing and don't be embarrassed to charge for it for God's sakes. Right. And when you, and when you do this, when you, 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 you have to have some, you know, you're like, Oh, I I don't like the business end. You got to get freaking good at it. Mm-hmm. You got to step up on that end because if you don't get good at closing these people on working with you, then you're actually not helping them either. You can't mm-hmm. help them. You have to get over all their own bullshit and obstacles that they have. So yep. you have to be solid as a rock. So when it gets to that point where it's like, do you want to pay in full or do you want to, you know, um, do monthly? Shut your freaking mouth and let them speak, right? right. And then yep. you need to learn how to overcome objections. Oh, I yep. need to talk to my wife. Well, what do you need to talk to her about? You know, well, what is right. it? What, what, hey, hey, well, what if, what if she tells you no, then what? Right. Oh, well, well, well you know. Right. So you need, you, you probably help them out with all that stuff, but yeah, that's you, what we, you that's have what we to, do. you have to be strong because these people are looking for leadership. They need you to close them and they need you to help that's them. Exactly. They're looking them. for a guide. They're looking for a leader. Yeah. They're feeling lost. They're feeling stuck. And ultimately you are the person that they've identified as somebody who can help them. And they're, they're expecting you to be a leader when you show up on that call. Yeah. That and you can have a great call and they're like all excited. And then it comes to the money and then you're like, well, uh, uh, well, it's right. 400. I know it's a lot, but right. I, I could probably do it for a hundred for you. <laughs> Maybe right. I should just do it for free. You're not doing yeah. anybody any favors. No. Not in that in in that moment, like you said earlier, give them the opportunity to invest in themselves. Give yeah. them that right. They they will feel so good when they make that decision. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. So, Tim, where can people find you, follow you, be a part of your world? Um, what's the best place for that? Well, uh, chemicalfreebody.com at our website. That's probably the best place. I have a podcast called The Health Hero Show. We release weekly. I've got about a hundred and I don't know fifteen, seventeen episodes out or something like that. Had some awesome. really great guests. I've done some good one-on-one stuff. I go deep on things. Um, our products, we have a lot of products. So um, the goal of Chemical Free Body is, is, a, is an online e-commerce store where people can come and get the education and get products to literally create a chemical-free body and a chemical-free life. So right now, we've got uh, my top choice for air purification there. I've got that sauna I told you about, that badass sauna. I've been a sauna dealer for nine years. Mm-hmm. And soon we'll have our water systems. We just got our swag store up. Um I want it to where people can get clean air, clean water, and then how to clean food. We shop. really teach about sprouting a lot. I'm big into sprouting. I always, I grow about 50, 60, 70% of my food that I eat here in the house. Um, so indoor gardening is a very powerful thing to do. And you can, it's some of the best medicine on the planet. It's cheap. And especially with all the supply chain delays and worries about food, having five gallon buckets full of seeds and nuts and grains and beans would be a pretty smart thing to do right. um, nowadays. And we help people do that. So so yeah, it's basically the website. We've got the products. They're all doctor formulated. Dr. Scott Treadway's our, our cool dude that's super healthy uh, in his 70s. He meditates like an hour and a half a day. He's just freaking awesome. We'll, we'll um, make sure we put all of this in the show notes, the links to everything, to your website so people can check it out, get in touch with you. And I want to awesome. say thank you so much for being here, Tim. This is incredible. You have an amazing story. And I know that that will serve, already has served, sounds like thousands of people. And I'm really grateful that my audience gets to hear it as well. Um, so that, that's incredible. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Awesome. Appreciate You're it. welcome, Tim. All right. Take care. Bye, everybody. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, 
please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me, and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, HealthySteps with Nicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.